Welcome to the Grow Gelt Podcast, where we talk about ups and downs, in and outs of fundraising for nonprofits. Our host is Elazar Green, CFRE, who specializes in communication, strategy, and donor relations. He's helped over 100 nonprofits raise millions of dollars. Every episode is designed to be 10 minutes or less, giving you just enough time to get the answers you need while juggling your busy schedule. Let's get started. Today I want to talk about humility. Humility. So, I don't know who you are, but I know a little bit about you. I know that you're driven, you're passionate, you're on a mission, and you're raising funds for something that you believe in strongly. And raising funds is not a for the meek. Raising funds, you have to project confidence, you have to project competency, you have to project that you know what you're doing, you know what you're talking about, and you have to project that everything is organized and under control. That's what you have to do. So inside, it also has to be that way. You have to feel like you really can make a difference. And you think about it, you're one person of what? Billions and billions of people in the world. You wake up one day, and you decide you can make a difference for one other person. That takes tremendous, tremendous commitment, but also confidence. Because there's plenty of people that go through life without really changing the world at all for anybody. They do their thing, they wake up in the morning, they do their job, and, and they scrape by, or they coast through life. And you, you, you see a problem, you care about this problem so much that even though you don't have money yourself, you can't fund this all by yourself. You are somehow convinced that you could make a difference by asking other people to give up their hard-earned cash to you or your organization that you represent so that a difference can be made. The level of confidence the level of, I'm not going to say arrogance, but the, the feeling that you matter, you can make a difference, you matter, must be extremely, extremely felt. You have to feel this. You have to feel like you can make a difference. Because if you can't, what are you doing? Why are you even trying? So you must feel like you could make a difference. So on the one end of the spectrum, we have this feeling of confidence. I'm gonna, I, I will use the word arrogance. Arrogance, ego. You matter. You can make a difference even though you have no resources of your own or you have limited resources compared to how much you need. You somehow are going to convince other people to give up their hard-earned cash to make a difference in the world. And you're convinced of the plan. You're convinced of the organization you represent. You're convinced not only that you can raise the money, but you're convinced that it actually does work. You believe in your product. You believe that your organization matters, you matter, you are doing stuff that is important to somebody else. Even though by yourself you can't fund it or do it. Right, so we have two feelings. First feeling is the feeling of ego, that you can do something about it. 
And because that's such an important feeling, we need to have that feeling. Otherwise, we can't get out of bed. Otherwise, we don't belong representing the organization that we represent. Otherwise, we have no legs in which we can approach anybody for money or for advice or for resources. If you don't truly believe that you matter and you can make a difference, then you can't do your job. So you have to have the ego. The problem is, once you have the ego, once you have the arrogance, once you have the feeling that you're competent and you're, you got it, it's under control and you can take care of it, you can do it, it's very difficult to also balance that with humility. But you need to, you need to be humble. Why do we need to be humble? Because if you are not humble, then that message will come across to your donors, to the people you work with, to the people you work for. If you are not humble, you will project a feeling is I don't really need you. And the truth of the matter is, if you're going to get this done, if you're going to get this done, you need everybody. You absolutely need everybody. You cannot do this by yourself. You can't. You need everybody. You need your donors. You need your employees. You need your colleagues. You even need your competition. You need everybody involved. You need everybody. So what do you do? How do you, you know, navigate this contrasting emotions, contrasting feelings, contrasting character traits, the ego with humility? You can't be too egotistic because then no one wants to help you. The people think you got it. Imagine if you are a philanthropist and someone comes over to you and says, Johnny, I would like to ask you a gift for $10,000. But I want you to know I don't really need it. I don't really need you. And if you want to give it, I might let you give it. But if you don't want to give it, that's all right. We'll do without it. Imagine you feel that way. Even if someone doesn't say that. If you feel that way, you, the philanthropist, you, Johnny, are going to say, you know what, I'd rather give my money, a gift, to someone who does need it, who does want it, who will make, who will it matter, right? On the, the flip side of that is, if someone goes over to you and says, Johnny, I really need your help, there's no one else to turn to, it's just you and only you, it's always been you, and I have nothing else, I, I, I don't know what to do, and I really, 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 really need a gift of $10,000. You know what Johnny's feeling right then? Red flags going up all over the place well what is happening how did this get to be so desperate why does that why do they need me and only me why what's happening here are they incompetent are they disorganized are they dysfunctional do they have no sense of finding a financial acumen what is going on why do they need me so badly and why me a lot of pressure and we don't like pressure humans do not like pressure so we have two conflicting emotions that we have to figure out a way to navigate both of them. One we have is humility, and the other is ego. So how do we how do we function? How do we get up in the morning and be egotistical, arrogant enough to do our job, but humble enough so people feel that we need a gift, but not too humble so they think we're desperate? So I'm gonna share with you true definition of humility, true definition of arrogance, of ego. And with these two definitions, you will be able to navigate life and your job properly. 
Remember, the definition of humble, of humility, is not that you're lying. If you're tall and you say, you know what, today I'm going to be humble, I'm going to tell people I'm short. It's not being humble. That's being a liar. You're a liar. If, you, if you're tall and you tell people you're short, you're a liar. If you're good at basketball and you tell people you're bad at basketball because you're trying to be humble, guess what? You're not humble. You're a liar. So what is humility? Humility means, very simple, humility means that you recognize that you're part of a bigger picture and the things you have, the opportunities you have, the skills that you have, the talents that you have are not there by themselves. They were not there because of you, but they're they're given to you because of wider society because of the culture you live in because opportunities given to you from birth and because of god god gave you these these talents and these opportunities that's why and if someone else would be given the same exact opportunities and circumstances and situation and birth and skill set and talents they will be exactly the same as you and they may even be better they might even do a better job because let's face it you're not perfect Somebody else might be better than you. It's still not perfect. The definition of humility is recognizing what you have while understanding it's not because of the work of your own hands, but because of a greater good, because of God, because of culture, because of society, because of the circumstances. It's not because of you. And when you realize that the things you have are not because of you, but because of something bigger, what happens is that changes the way you look. You don't judge people. You're not arrogant or egotistic about a certain skill set or talent that you have because it's not because you didn't do anything to deserve it. You didn't work hard enough to earn that entire thing all by yourself. You may have helped a little bit by practicing and exercising and so forth, but you didn't create the entire thing. You didn't even create most of it. If you're good at singing and you took voice lessons, that doesn't mean that you have a good voice because you took voice lessons and because you worked so hard in it. God blessed you with a good voice, and therefore, you have a good voice. You took efforts to preserve it, to increase it, to strengthen it, yes. And for that, yes, you can recognize how much you practice. But ultimately, the main part of the gift is not because of you. So, back at the ranch, we're talking about fundraising, we're talking about ego, we're talking about humility. Here's how we need to understand it. Here's how we need to go through the day. We need to wake up in the morning and we say to ourselves, yes, I am important enough to see a problem. And I am important enough to be part of a solution. Yes, absolutely. But I cannot do it by myself. You can't. You can. There's not a problem in the world that you can solve by yourself. Even if it's a family problem, even if it's your own problem, if your wife or your husband has a problem, you can't solve it by yourself. If your kid has a problem, you can't solve it by yourself. If you have your own problem, you can't solve it by yourself. You need help. You need outside help. You need advice. Sometimes you need professional advice. You need you need uh, resources. You need you need more people. You need more stuff. So. The balance of feelings are like this. You wake up in the morning and you feel like you're important enough to notice a problem. And you're important enough to try to make a difference. And you're not important enough to do it by yourself. You have to find partners. And the partners that you find are going to be in unexpected places. Sometimes there'll be people 
philanthropists in your community, sometimes there'll be people who you wouldn't even expect to give a gift or to be interested or or, or to be involved. Sometimes the problems will come from the, the the solutions will come from the very people who are struggling. Regardless, we need to have this feeling of being connected for something much greater than ourselves. If you are connected to the cause of why you're doing what you're doing, then all of a sudden things go away. You go to Johnny, you say, Johnny, I need your help because there are children suffering. I need your help because the environment in our city is dwindling, is decreasing. I need your help. I know that you care about these children, these school efforts, these environment, these animals, and know that you care about whatever cause you represent. And together we can make a difference. It's not that you need the money and that's why you're asking. And it's not that, look at me, I'm so important, I can make a difference and I'll let you help me. It's not about you at all. You connect your ego with something much larger than you. You connect your ego with your mission. When you connect your ego with your mission, all of a sudden you're not desperate. It's the mission that speaks of the need. And you're not egotistic or arrogant because you feel it's so much bigger than you and we need everybody to be involved. So that's what I want to leave you with today. It's not how do you wake up in the morning? How do you feel? You need to be have an ego that's large enough that, may, that, that, you, that you feel that you can make a difference. And you need to have humility. You have to have a reality check, understanding that this mission that you're in touch with, you're engaged with, you identify with this mission of your nonprofit is so important that it is much bigger than just you. It is so much bigger than just you. You can help, you can make a difference, you can start organizing, but ultimately at the end of the day, the goal, you will run a successful organization. You will have a successful organization when you're able to create an, an organization, a funding stream that can exist without you. Your top role in funding this organization, funding your nonprofit is first, how do I build, how do I pay the bills today? And second, how do I pay the bills without me actually being here? How do I set up revenue stream, people who care, whether it's a legacy operation, whether it's a board, whether it's people continuing after me, how do I set it up so that it's even bigger than me? So the answer in short is how do you go through life? You connect your ego to something much greater than you. You connect your ego to the mission. And when you connect your ego to the mission, you will feel strong enough and empowered enough to do something because the mission is that important. But at the same time, you will feel humble enough to know that you have to ask other people to be involved. And that is today's thought. I want to thank you for doing what you do day in, day out, every single day. And I want to thank you for making the world a lighter, brighter place. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Grow Gelt Podcast. 
We hope you enjoyed it. If you think a friend may enjoy it, please feel free to pass it on. To have your question featured on the show or to send us some feedback as to how we're doing, please send an email to egreen at growgelt.com.